This is the Wilson Means Business Podcast, a production of the Wilson Chamber of Commerce, Wilson's premier business network. Welcome to the Wilson Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Simons, uh, broadcasting to you from uh, the Wilson Chamber of Commerce in beautiful, historic downtown Wilson, North Carolina, on the corner of Nash and Pine Streets. Um, we do not have a guest today. Uh, actually, we are going to start today uh, sort of a four-part series um, in which uh, we're going to explore um, the pillars of the Wilson Chamber of Commerce um, and, and our work here and how you, uh, as a local business leader, uh, can really take advantage of these pillars and really make the most out of, out of chamber membership, um, out of your presence here in the Wilson market, um, and really just make the most of, of your experience, uh, as, as a business leader and, and try to try to optimize, uh, the, the market potential that exists here in Wilson. Um, we talk a lot about our four pillars, uh, here at the chamber. Anytime you come to a chamber event, um, we try to sort of slot, um, that event or that program or that service that we're doing into one of these, these four things. Um, which uh, are best described in our mission statement, which is to support and advance the interests of the greater Wilson business community by providing networking, advocacy, marketing, and education value to our members. Let me say that again. Support and advance the interests of the greater Wilson business community by providing networking, advocacy, marketing, and education value to our members. And that's what we strive to do every day. Um, that's what our board strives to do, our ambassadors, and certainly our full-time uh, professional staff here at the Chamber, is really to lift up uh, the interests of our market so that every business here in Wilson has an opportunity to succeed and uh, profit from this market. So built into that mission, uh, if you listen to it carefully, are our four pillars. They are networking, advocacy, marketing, and education. So again, everything that we try to do here at the Chamber, uh, whether it's having a ribbon cutting or whether it's hosting a golf tournament or whether it's providing discounts to workers' compensation insurance, is intended to fit into one of those four pillars of networking, advocacy, marketing, and education. We like to say uh, here at the Chamber, you can make a name for your business, which is kind of a play on the acronym that those four pillars uh, give us, name. Um, and you can do that here uh, by utilizing those things um, that we offer um, in a way that, uh, first of all, is custom tailored to your business, um, and secondly, allows you to extract as much value uh, from this market as possible. And, and again, that's our aim here at the Chamber is to provide those opportunities for you as a member to do that. So what I want to do uh, over the next few weeks is to dive into each one of these pillars individually and talk about how you uh, as a member can take advantage of those things. And the first one that we're going to talk about today uh, is networking. Um, for many people, uh, networking uh, does not come easily. Um, it, it's a difficult task. I, I probably myself fall into that category. Um, what do I mean by networking? Networking is not simply shaking a hand and exchanging a business card. Um, it's not sending an email to somebody introducing yourself. Um, it, it is not an introduction. Um, networking is 
the art, really, of building meaningful relationships for your own benefit. Um, meaningful relationships take time to develop. Um, and here at the Chamber, it is our responsibility to provide opportunities for those relationships to develop over time um, and to give varied opportunities for those relationships to develop. So what I don't uh, want people to think is that uh, to build a network um, of, of meaningful relationships happens instantaneously. It doesn't. Oftentimes it doesn't happen in the first month of membership or the first year of membership. Sometimes it doesn't happen over the first decade of membership. It happens gradually. Um, and sometimes it doesn't even go noticed until um, you, it sort of happens uh, kind of a eureka moment where you realize, wow, I have um, really uh, used the opportunities that the chamber has provided me to, to really build um, this network of, of clients or customers or peers or friends or colleagues. Um, and uh, I didn't even know it was occurring. I want to talk a little bit about those opportunities that we provide to network for our members. Uh, but first, let me just say that that it's been my experience, my observation, um, that members, when it comes to networking, fall into one of three categories. So you have sort of these social butterflies uh, that networking seems to just come naturally. You see them at chamber events and they just kind of float through the room effortlessly. They seem to know everyone. Um, they have no problems um, meeting new people. In fact, it seems like they've never met a stranger. I envy these people a lot. I, I don't know where they get that skill set from. It's uh, these these natural extroverts uh, just seem to kind of relish in it. Um, where I, you know, I have a tendency maybe to not um, be as assertive uh, in trying to meet new people. These folks seem to thrive in that environment. We've got a lot of chamber members who are like that. Um, they seem to, um, again, easily, effortlessly um, identify ways that they can utilize um, networking events and tools and resources offered by the chamber um, and really get the most out of them. Um, no doubt that is sort of an inherent trait that those, those folks have, um, but it can be uh, developed. It can be manufactured. That is a skill that can be uh, trained and, and worked on uh, over time. And I would argue that many of those folks uh, that are able to kind of um, network uh, rather easily um, have taken years to develop that skill. Not, not all of them um, does it come naturally to uh, that they really work on it, that um, they have made it a point to um, be consistent in showing up and getting outside of their comfort zone and, and maybe um, recognizing that every time they come, they're going to do one thing uh, that, that leads towards building a relationship with somebody that they don't know. But to those of you out there who kind of fall into this category and you say, okay, well, what is, what is something else that I can do to really optimize, um, you know, my experience at a networking event. What you know, I, I seem to have met all the people at the chamber. At least it feels that way. Um, you know, I don't want to kind of get caught in this cycle of of seeing the same people over and over again. Where you know, I, I have all the clients I'm going to get. What else can I do um, to really make sure that these uh, networking opportunities are valuable to me? And my response to that would be 
Um, there's incredible value in becoming a convener, in becoming a facilitator. So you have been able to build relationships to your own benefit, but have you been able to build relationships for others' benefits? And what I mean by that is, have you walked into a chamber B2B or an accelerated networking luncheon or an annual meeting, and have you introduced two people that you know who don't know one another? When you're able to do that successfully, I think what will happen is not only will people see value in the business that you represent or the goods or services that your business provides, they're also going to see value in you as an individual who can pull people together. And I think that's an incredibly powerful asset to have in your toolkit as a professional in this market. Um, when people start seeing you as indispensable outside of your professional uh, sort of service delivery, um, outside of the widgets that you sell or uh, the services that you provide uh, in your store. Um, when people can see that you as an individual have a skill that transcends that by bringing others together, particularly those who may not feel as comfortable networking as you do, that's incredibly valuable. So that's the challenge that I'm gonna put on our social butterflies who, who love and, and thrive uh, in coming to these networking events is do what you can to pull other people together. Simply by being in the room together, you already have common ground, right? You're chamber members. You, you are members of this organization. You have that in common. Um, use that to your advantage by, by, by bringing people together under that umbrella and seeing what relationship develops from there. Um, and I think if you do that um, once, twice, multiple times, you were able to replicate success in that way, people are going to find a lot of value um, in, in that skill set. And they'll begin coming back to you time and time again to do that. And I can promise you that's going to pay for itself uh, in, in other ways, in those more measurable ways um, that, that you want to extract value from the chamber, um, primarily by profiting from new customers, new clients, uh, new sources of revenue, which we all hope uh, comes uh, out of being a member of the chamber. So that's the first um, sort of category of members uh, that we see. Now, the second one is probably, um, you know, certainly the one that I would fall into, and, and I know many of you listening uh, may fall into, and, and those are those are what I would call the wallflowers. They're the ones that come to uh, chamber events, but they, they have no idea or maybe are reluctant um, to begin um, building those relationships and really doing um, some solid networking um, activities. Um, to those people, actually, your step is a little bit easier. Um, there's a slot. I, I give a, a board orientation to our board of directors every February, and, and I, I run a little slideshow. One of the first slides that I show them is a quote from the filmmaker Woody Allen, and it says, 80% of success is just showing up. So to those of you who are maybe reluctant to begin any type of networking, the first piece of advice I would give you is just show up. So you're going to get an email from the chamber at least once a week telling you about networking opportunities that exist here at the chamber, uh, different events, different programs that you can engage in. Um, and my request to you is simply to make an effort to come to as much as you can and just show up. You, nobody's going to force you to shake a hand. Nobody's going to force you 
to exchange a business card. But what I will pledge to you is that if you show up frequently enough, if you become familiar enough, that eventually um, some of those uh, folks in that first category, those folks where networking comes easily to them, they're going to be reaching out to you. Now, obviously, and I'm, and I'm going to talk about this momentarily, there are uh, chamber events where we do ask you to, to be a little bit more effusive about yourself and, and tell us a little bit about yourself. But there's many other um, networking opportunities where we don't do that. We just ask you to come. Um, and, and it's in those opportunities where um, uh, folks who, who are a little more skilled and experienced at networking are likely to reach out to you if you become that familiar presence. So what happens? So the first person reaches out to you and you build a relationship there. That's your first step towards networking. And then the second person does. And then the third person does. And that person connects you with somebody else who may also be reluctant at networking. And so now you've, you've slowly built a network of four or five different professionals. Now they may not all be potential customers or clients or vendors. Um, but one leads to two, leads to four, leads to eight, leads to 16. And before you know it, you have developed this call list of people that you can trust, that you can rely on, that have this shared experience of chamber membership um, that you could uh, lean on, reach out to, and speak with in ways that will help you build that list of customers and clients and vendors. Um, again, it's a process. This does not happen overnight, and I don't want anybody to think that it's an immediate return on that investment. But if you're diligent enough, if you exercise that 80% of success by just showing up, I can promise you that over time, the other 20% is going to follow. Um, so that's, that's the biggest thing, uh, the biggest piece of advice that I would give to those folks who are a little bit reluctant uh, about showing up to chamber events is is just just show up um, and the results are going to follow. Now the third group of members uh, that I want to talk to um, represent probably uh, the largest um, group of, of folks. Um, and they are the folks who simply say that they don't have time to come to these things. They may you know, sort of technically fall into one of the other two categories. They may be really good at networking or they may not be uh, experienced at networking, but it doesn't matter because what they'll tell you is that they, they don't have time uh, to, to show up. It's too busy uh, at the office for me to engage in any networking. Um, and what I will say, say to those folks is that you have to take time to make time. Um, you know, previous chairs of our board of directors have used the analogy of gym membership. You know, if, if you want to get in shape, you want to lose a little bit of weight, you want to um, get healthier, uh, you get a gym membership. Um, but I can promise you, you get that gym membership, they are not going to bring that treadmill to you. You have to go uh, to the treadmill. Um, you have to go to those weights in order to extract benefit from it. And we're all busy. I mean, we live in a world that is constantly placing demands on us. Um, and so I think what we have to do is, is kind of shift our mindset, shift our priorities um, to really make time, make a priority of getting out there um, and start building relationships with people. Um, and then, you know, there's going to be people that come back and say, well, you know, I don't need to build those relationships. I have a book of clients. Um, my response to that would be, well, uh, at one time you didn't. Um, and 
you had to build those relationships at some point uh, in the past or inherit those relationships and maintain them. Um, and then secondly, if 2020 and the early parts of 2021 has taught us anything, it's that uh, there exists very little certainty uh, when it comes to uh, business uh, in this market or any market for that matter. Um, there's very little certainty. So the relationship you have today may not endure uh, beyond uh, the next week or the next sale or the next year or the next contract. You really have to be cultivating new wells um, in, in just in case uh, the, the current well that you're going to runs dry. So um, make time, make that a priority to build those relationships as a way of sustaining the success that you have already experienced. And I would say if you're not experiencing success, but you say, well, I don't have time because I'm not having success in my business right now, so I don't have the time to focus on networking, what do you have to lose? You know, if, if building networks and building relationships has the potential to lead towards more successful outcomes in your business, then, then certainly it's worth the risk um, if you're not experiencing success right now. So uh, take time to make time uh, to come to these networking opportunities. Um, I, I think that you will really um, see some benefit to it. So finally, I just wanna sort of talk about what some of those networking opportunities are here at the Wilson Chamber of Commerce um, and, and you know, describe them and you know, really briefly um, just to kind of whet your appetite for um, what things that you might want to engage with uh, you know, when these opportunities arise. Now, before I do this, let me preface. I know we're we're still in a pandemic. Um, it's really challenging for us to get together, um, and I know that um, you know it, we have to maintain everybody's safety and, and health and security. So what I'm doing now is is just kind of describing these things so that when we are able to meet in person, um, uh, you can use this time to sort of strategize about which opportunities you you think are most valuable and be prepared to seize upon them when we can uh, meet in person and when it's uh, safe and healthy to do so. So the first one is our annual meeting. We do this at the end of January uh, every year. Uh, we just had it in a very uh, modified, scaled down way uh, this year, thanks to Wilson Medical Center. Um, this is uh, sort of uh, the event where we bring, I mean, you know, all the leaders in business and government in Wilson together uh, under one roof um, and just kind of kick off the chamber year. So. Um, if you want to network with some really influential people in this market, um, this is kind of the, the time of the year that you really want to do that. Um, it provides you just great opportunities to, to meet those folks in elected positions or the C-suite at other businesses um, that you may not otherwise get an opportunity to engage with. Um, this, is, this is a way to do that. So I always recommend that people circle uh, that on their calendar. On top of everything else, it's just a good way to sort of uh, get inspired for the year ahead and, and get really pumped up about uh, what the Wilson market has to offer. About five times a year, we offer something called an accelerated networking luncheon and Chamber 101. So uh, just as the name implies, this is a really quick, really casual, informal way uh, for people to come to the chamber and network. Um, we basically have um, stations set up here at the chamber to where you get to learn about um, different uh, projects that the chamber is working on, or different programs that we have implemented at any given time. And we also ask you to introduce yourself uh, kind of to the group 
Um, and uh, this is just a great way to kind of introduce yourself and, and maybe the first entry into, again, starting to build those networks over time. We offer this five times a year. Uh, it's a great opportunity for new members to uh, kind of make that initial introduction of themselves, but also a great way for uh, current members, veteran members, uh, to continue to just show up and start to meet some newer folks that uh, in those new members um, that they may not uh, have met uh, before. I mentioned also Chamber 101 is sort of an addendum to that. Um, I usually try to use that opportunity to just kind of give a brief synopsis of um, different parts of the chamber, um, kind of a distillation down of the networking advocacy, marketing and education benefits that we provide. So it's really informative just to kind of brush up on those chamber rewards that you may not have been uh, using. Um, so be looking for an accelerated networking luncheon in Chamber 101 uh, to happen at the end of February this year. Then we have our public policy series, um, which happens four times a year. We bring together uh, usually leaders in state and federal government or statewide nonprofits or other industry leaders whose work has an impact uh, across our market. Um, this is a little bit more formal um, of, of an event, um, but again, it, it's an opportunity for you to meet folks whose, um, whose work uh, really is reliant upon uh, the decisions made by folks at, at the state or federal level. Um, so if you kind of fall into one of those categories and you're looking uh, to network with peers in that space, uh, this is a really good opportunity to do that. So our first um, public policy series event is actually gonna happen virtually um, here uh, in February. Uh, hope you guys will um, will come and, and participate in that. We got a couple golf tournaments scheduled uh, this year, one in April, one in September. You know. It, it's a great way to entertain clients. It's a great way to um, sort of reward employees and, and kind of get to meet people, especially if, if you're a golfer yourself. Um, but even if you're not a golfer, uh, these events um, include, you know, a networking luncheon where you can just come and have a meal with us and fellowship. You can stay for as little or as long as you want to. Um, and it's a great way to, to meet new people. So I, I guess the point I want to make about those events um, and our fall blast, by the way, which is our skeet shooting event, is that you don't have to be a golfer. You don't have to be, um, you know, uh, a marksman to come out and enjoy yourself and to fellowship and to start building relationships. We do provide opportunities uh, for everybody to participate in this, even if um, that means that, that, you know, you don't uh, play golf or you don't shoot a shotgun. So um, come to those things and um, they're, they're really fun. Um, and again, it's a really informal sort of neutral ground uh, in which uh, to meet some folks. Um, some other things that we, that we do kind of on a more frequent, regular basis, of course, are ribbon cuttings. There's no cost to attend a ribbon cutting. There's no cost uh, to host a ribbon cutting. We do these on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 11 o'clock when they're scheduled. Um, they rarely last more than 20 minutes. The beauty of this thing is that you can show up. It costs you nothing. Um, you come, you, you meet a friend and maybe you go out to, to lunch afterwards and it, you, you start establishing those relationships in a really quick abbreviated way. And in all likelihood, we're going to have another similar event, another ribbon cutting in the next week or the next two weeks or the next month. Um, it's a quick, safe way, uh, to just kind of build that familiarity. Um, with with others in this business community, you'll you'll see the same ambassadors, you'll see the same um, board members, you'll see certainly the same staff members uh, at these events. 
Um, but that's a great way, again, just to kind of build that familiarity. So when you show up to an annual meeting, when you show up to a golf classic, um, you will already have built a rapport uh, with some of those same folks uh, that come to ribbon cuttings. I've mentioned Chamber B2B. Um, this year it's sponsored by Executive Personnel Group. So again, it's free to attend. Uh, come have lunch with us. Um, we do this on the second Tuesday of every month. Um, this is uh, one of those things where we do ask you to kind of get up and give us an elevator pitch. So it's kind of a blend of a Toastmasters um, coupled with our accelerated networking luncheon. Um, and we do, we see a lot of the same folks come to this thing every month. Um, and it's really rewarding. And, and I would say that uh, the folks who come sort of regularly to this event will tell you that it's really helped them come out of their shell. Number one, they've built that familiarity by coming every month. Um, and they, they've also sort of had to practice how they promote themselves, how they um, promote their, their business, how they talk about themselves in a very abbreviated time frame. Um, also at that chamber B2B, um, we, um, we always have a, a 10 or 15 minute presentation from somebody who kind of gives us a synopsis of an issue um, that relates to all of our businesses. So most recently we had the Wilson County Tax Office come and, and talk about business tax listings and those types of things. It's really quick. Um, it takes no time at all. You have lunch, you meet some people. And again, it's an opportunity to build some frequency, some regularity, and some familiarity um, in your networking uh, strategy. Um, and then finally, uh, another one that I would mention is, um, is our WOW professional group. So Women of Wilson, um, which meets every other month. This is for our, our professional women out there um, who really want to feel empowered and meet peers uh, peer women um, who um, kind of share similar challenges and opportunities that all professional women uh, in this market may be confronting. Um, so that's a really good way uh, for women particularly uh, to meet one another. Um, we are looking uh, at all kinds of opportunities to bring people together. One of the things that we're going to be resurrecting this year is our business after hours. Uh, that's going to be a sponsorship opportunity for any business who wants to host one. Uh, please give us a call here at the chamber if you want to do that. Um, and, and I guess the, the final point I'll make is that uh, people ask me, well, um, you know, what other chamber events are networking opportunities? And my response to that is every chamber event is a networking opportunity. Every time you see us having something scheduled is an opportunity for you to come, for you to just make yourself uh, seen. Uh, you don't have to say anything. You don't even have to exchange a business card, but just building that familiarity. Uh, where people begin to see you and understand that you care about this business community, I think I think goes a long way. So even if you're not comfortable kind of putting yourself out there and meeting new people, I think just building that familiarity uh, is something that's going to benefit you in the long run. As always, uh, the staff here at the Chamber uh, is available uh, to answer any questions about uh, these events, any type of networking. If we can help guide you uh, the best ways to take advantage of these opportunities, we want to be able to do that. Never hesitate to come into the office or give us a call at 252-237-0165. We'll be happy to talk to you about these opportunities. Um, and again, I know it's a challenging time for us to, to be networking, um, for, for pulling people together. Uh, I know there's a lot of... Um, sort of virtual ways that people are trying to network. And, and I, I applaud uh, everybody who's trying to do that. And certainly the chamber is trying to make an effort 
uh, in the virtual space as well. But I think uh, most of you will agree with me that there's really no substitute for building uh, enduring relationships than meeting in person. And I am really uh, optimistic that we're going to be able to do that very soon. Um, and I would just encourage you to continue to watch uh, the chamber, continue to follow us on social media. And just as soon as we're able to do so uh, safely, um, we will certainly do that. In the meantime, um, look forward to next week's episode where we talk about our second pillar uh, of our program of work, which is advocacy, uh, perhaps one of our most important pillars. Um, and we'll explain a little bit more about how uh, the Chamber of Commerce is delivering uh, value to our members by advocating for them here locally at the state level and at the federal level. In the meantime, thank you for listening to the Wilson Means Business Podcast. And of course, thank you for supporting local businesses. You've been listening to the Wilson Means Business Podcast, a production of the Wilson Chamber of Commerce. To join the chamber or to learn more about how we're growing one of North Carolina's strongest business communities, find us on social media or visit us at wilsonncchamber.com.